My man Joe Tacopino. How are you, Joseph? You know, I, I love the Jews. You know, I went to Yeshiva. You know, I have behind you and everything you do. But when we're talking about culinary delights, brother, I mean, after breakfast, the Jews fall off pretty hard. I you know? See, I disagree with that. You give me a nice bowl of Kreplock soup or corned beef uh, sandwich, nice and lean with uh, some of those deli fries, and I'm good. I mean, I know you, I'm not a friend of, like, um, a fan, I should say. Of some of the grandmother Jewish food, I agree. It doesn't matter because you're Italian and you win no matter what. It's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> but a good a good cat's delicatessen turkey sandwich on rye is amazing. I will tell you that. Yeah, somebody once more than once I've been asked so many times in interviews if there's only one food you can eat every day, what would it be? And it's always Italian food. Always Italian food. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I would eat pizza every meal every day if I could. But I turned to like a round ball or something, but I well, mean, it would be. Oh, you like yeah. pizza? See, I turn you oh, on, God. and I'm proud of this. Oh, the, the chicken palm with the vodka sauce. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 that's my go-to thing now. I brother. know. That, that's really healthy too. I want to thank you for that as well. <laughs> my cholesterol has shot up twenty-five percent, but thank you, Sid. You know what's funny about that is uh, you were great on the show last week. You're already great today. And you gave me Mike Piazza last week, and he was terrific. And you guys both spend a lot of time in your, your homeland, the motherland, the Italy. But the, I don't think you would even get veal parmesan replacing with vodka sauce in Rome. You probably can't even get it, right? If you, They don't even understand what vodka sauce If you ordered that in Italy, they'd kick you out of the restaurant. <laughs> Get out. Get out. I mean, it'll just be like, they don't, there's no such thing as vodka. That's such an Italian-American invention. It's not even funny. I mean, that's like soprano stuff, not not like, uh, you know, the, the motherland stuff. There's nothing like that in Rome. So, no. Well, so when you go to Rome, and we'll start talking about Trump and all the important stuff momentarily, but I like this. Well, when you go to Rome, and you're in Milan quite a bit and all over Italy, uh, what is what is like the dish you usually get? Like I would get chicken parm in New York. What do you usually get in Rome or Italy? I should say. So, I have Roman roots in my family, and there's this one famous Roman dish, and it's the only thing I could cook. I mean, it's absolutely the only thing I know how to cook. It's called calcio pepe, and calcio pepe is a basically it's Italian macaroni and cheese, except a hundred times better. It's it's a, a, a sort of a pecorino romano cheese grated with some peppers. Calcio's the cheese, Pepe's the peppers. You mix that up. And there are a few restaurants in New York now that are pretty serious about their Calcio Pepe. So that would be my go-to, like, okay, you're on your deathbed. What's the last thing you're going to have? <laughs> Calcio Pepe. All right, there you have it. So let's get to um, – I want to get to a story that you actually sent me because I find it to be very, very interesting because my guess is most people don't even know this name. But um, it's fascinating because in this column – it reads, she sits in a tough chair, the operative trying to guide Trump through four indictments. And in this NBC News column, they're talking about Susie Wiles. Is that right? Is she the one trying to guide him through this? She is a rock. Um, my experience with Susie has been so positive. She's someone who is, is measured. Um, you know, she's soft-spoken, but measured. She's... You know, media shy, but she's sort of a, a survive and, and thrive sort of person. Um, and she's she keeps order to a very chaotic world. Um, she does. I mean, her and, and Boris, you know, Boris Epstein, our, our friend, um, you know, Boris is someone who's also I, I have regard for and respect for for what he's done there. But Susie is is really the behind the scenes maestro. And she's someone, you know, who, who, who don't forget, she came from the DeSantis camp. 
um, and really is good in Florida, but she she has President Trump's ear. You know, if she says, trust me on this one, he trusts her, and, and he should. She's, uh, she's, she's good. She's very, very good, and she's – if there's a success in November – Susie's going to get a lot of credit for that. She really is. She's terrific. She's very smart. I mean, we had discussions on legal matters, and she's not a lawyer, but she, you know, she knew what the the hot button topics were. So I have a lot of regard for Susie. You know, this immunity case that uh, the Supreme Court decided earlier this week to give Trump some more time, which is great. It smacks Jack Smith right across the face and and makes it possible—not probable, but possible—this thing will never happen if Trump, in fact, wins in November. I go back to the attorney, and he wasn't Joe Tacopino or Todd Blanche or any name that I know. And I remember when one of the judges posed to him, well, you know, Donald Trump, uh, he, I guess he could just kill, uh, you know, his uh, his opponent. And I don't understand why the, the attorney at that time didn't say, well, that's ridiculous, that's silly. Of course he can't do that. He didn't do that. And I know you don't take other attorneys to task, but I remember when I was watching it on television that night months ago, that I felt like it was a lost opportunity, and I'm not even an attorney. I thought that was a terrible job. You know, it's what what that became was the the you know the the flagship moment for the haters um, to say, look, Trump thinks he should be able to kill his political opponents. Okay, and that's clearly not what that was a hypothetical. That was not based on reality. It was what judges do, by the way, in, in appellate arguments all the time. They they come up with hypotheticals that you don't expect, and certainly that are not real. Um, I don't think anyone in their right mind thinks that a president could assassinate a political opponent because, look, a president should be uh, certainly should be immune from criminal prosecutions for some core official acts, but not for acts done for personal gain like that or unconnected with the president's official duties. No one's suggesting that. Right. So so the president should be immune from wartime decisions, for example, um, but not. Not to, I want to knock off my political opponent like this is Russia and Putin, and you just kill him <laughs> and you're immune. No one's suggesting that. President Trump does not suggest that. <laughs> the lawyers aren't, and that was a ridiculous scenario, hypothetical from the, 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 the justice in that argument, but it's what they do. I know, but, I but, but, but if you were, but, but I would have handled it like I just did, which is right. no one's suggesting that. Right. Because, because it's a criminal prosecution. He should be immune for core official acts. Okay, not for acts of personal gain. No one's suggesting that he could go out there and, and, and commit murder. And just because he happens to be hold the title of president, but he murdered somebody who he has a, a grudge with, he's immune. No one's saying that. Right. Okay, good. Uh, let me go to Georgia because today is uh, D Day, Judgment Day for Fannie Willis. Now, he did have uh, your guy, Judge Andrew Napolitano, who every time he's here, every time he's here, he's in studio every Friday, finds a couple of minutes. To, um, to shower you with superlatives. He loves you. And, uh, he said that he does not think that the judge in Georgia has the intestinal fortitude to, um, to kick Fannie Willis off the case. He did admit that because of what Fannie and Wade have done, that now the case has some dents. He may question the sincerity, the integrity of the case, but he thinks the judge allows her to stay. What do you think? I, I do too. Um, listen. First of all, I feel better saying that knowing that Judge Napolitano said it. <laughs> Judge Napolitano, and this is me giving a little love back, but he's someone I've looked up to in this because he's the first guy that I honestly can tell you that I saw capture the, the, the ability to be in the media and talk about the law in a practical sense. 
he was a real judge. Like he was a trial guy. He was a judge who was in the belly of the beast, and then was able to bring that to the to the sort of the newsrooms. And and that's something that a lot of lawyers go on TV who have never seen the they don't know where the witness sits in a courtroom, okay? But they go on there and talk about things <laughs> that they have no idea of. Judge Napolitano is so precise in his analysis. And what I, I heard that, by the way, and I, I agree with him. I agree with him. It's going to take a lot because don't forget a grand jury at the end of the day voted to indict, right? A grand jury voted to indict. Um, this, this moron, this Fannie Willis, Willis has made a sideshow of, of, of a case that was, you know, a fairly tight and, and, and strong case in some regards. And now it's become, it's nothing about the case anymore. It's about her and, and whether she lied and committed perjury, which, you know, it looks like she did. I mean, it, 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 you know, this somehow has now become, when did this start? When did this affair start, right? Did it start before she hired him and then that money get spent on them? Or did it start after? Uh, if it started after, I guess, to a degree, it's a lot less egregious because she hired him then on his merits. Uh, she was paid because of his work. But if it was done before, then it calls the question the integrity of the investigative team. And that's what you have here. So, But I don't think I, – I, I tend to agree with Judge Napolitano on this one. I don't think this case is going anywhere. Even if, even if she's kicked off the case, the case still isn't going anywhere. But I don't think he's going to kick her off the case. But i got to be honest with you, based on her testimony, which to me – was appalling. You, you know, you've done something wrong as a prosecutor, and you've really done something wrong, and you've lied. You get up on the witness stand and start lecturing the lawyers, questioning you, and, and telling them they don't know what they're doing or they're not the, she's not the one on trial. No, as a matter of fact, you are on right. trial. Your right. credibility is on trial, right. Ms. Willis. Your credibility is on trial, and you should be questioned yeah. vigorously by any defense lawyer. So her attitude further cemented my, my dislike and disdain for her and, and showed me a complete lack of professionalism. And look, I got to be honest with you, the best thing for President Trump could be she does stay on this case because her credibility is as low as you can get. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know.